Welcome to the Business is Good podcast, brought to you by the Good Place Institute, where we believe there is a definition of business and organizational success that is much more purposeful, fulfilling, and complete than just striving after more money. This podcast is designed to explore the why, what, and the how of leading and stewarding Good Place organizations, where individuals flourish, organizations thrive, communities prosper, and the world becomes a better place. If you want to know more about the Good Place Institute, please visit our website at goodplaceinstitute.com. Welcome to episode two in our inaugural series of the Business is Good podcast entitled Good Place-ology. In this series, we are investigating and discussing the elements of good place and good place organizations. We'll probably do this a couple times before we get to know each other a little better. But again, my name is Chris Young, and I serve as the president of Good Place Institute. I'm once again joined by my good friend and colleague, chief marketing officer here at Good Place Holdings, Josh Mitchell. In this second episode, we'll be talking more about the foundation of good place and laying some initial groundwork for future conversations about leading and stewarding Good Place organizations. We have coffee. We have friends who lead businesses and organizations. Maybe it got that a little bit out of order. But let's jump into episode two of Good Place-ology. Welcome once again, Josh. Thanks for having me. Hopefully it was good for our listeners to get to know us a little bit better in that last episode. Uh, They learned uh, about both of our capacities at Good Place Holdings, kind of what our functions are here. So to kick off my uh, initial question for you in this episode on the foundations of Good Place is what attracted to you to want to come work at a Good Place organization? Yeah, that's a great question. And some of it uh, stems from the beginnings of my career. Uh, One of the things that I did in my own career and I look back on that time, it was about the purpose of why I was doing the job. Um, and many times I, I, I've gotten the opportunity to work at some amazing places, um, places that are really good and had really good purpose. But a lot of times what I realized is that the purpose of the business didn't necessarily align with the purpose that I was trying to achieve on my own. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. I think most people that have careers have their own purpose and what they're trying to achieve. Um, what I realized, though, I, I, is that I didn't have to necessarily align completely with the business that I was having a job with because I was trying to set out and try to figure out my own thing and what I was doing. Um, I had an opportunity to, to team up with some friends. And one of the things that we talked about a lot about was uh, we thought that the purpose of business was to help humans grow or we, we often say to help them flourish. Um and what that did is that didn't mean that the business didn't need to grow, but we our focus was on the people, um, and and some of that. So what did that what that meant to us is that my purpose, well, an employee's purpose coming in didn't necessarily have to align with our business, but if we recognized their purpose, we could help them grow. Um, and I think that's one of the things that I missed out in my career is having someone align with what I was trying to achieve. I was kind of trying to do it on my own. Um, So when this experiment that we had is what if we put people first along with the business, um, which allowed us to kind of think differently. It wasn't really about us anymore. It was about the people. Um, 
So a long story kind of made shorter. That is, what I found here at Good Place is that same alignment. That my purpose in my career now no longer is about myself. It's about other people. Um, and to find a, another organization that believed that and encouraged that, there was there was synergy there. And it, it was like, man. Why, why would I want to go anywhere else? That's exactly what the, I want to be doing is helping other people achieve their purpose inside the organization. And hopefully it aligns with our purpose as well. But I'm still trying to help them. So that, that in a nutshell, that's what attracted me. I'm going to flip it back to you. You've been here quite a bit longer than I have. Um, I, I'm just scratching the surface. But what 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 attracted you to Good Place? I, obviously, you've been a, you've had your hand in a lot of it um, from the even before it kind of even existed. Um, so what what led you to even start out in your career here and to kind of help build this organization? Yeah, definitely a good question. Um, I just appreciate your story of, of how you started your own thing. You started a few of your own things, which has been very cool. Um, and then obviously what led you here, uh, my story, my journey, obviously a little bit different, mm-hmm. um, but it really is about the why uh, and the what and eventually the how-to uh, of building these things called good place organizations and how they impact um, all of that, uh, individuals, organizations, communities. And, you know, we have big dreams of affecting the world for God's kingdom. So, uh, you know, that's kind of how it goes. Yeah. I mean, even those words, why, what, and how they see they're little words, but they're huge. So like, what, can you kind of unfold that a little bit more for us and tell us a little bit more what that means to you? I think we'll try to kill two birds with one stone because I'll answer that and then we'll end up kind of giving an outline of what the rest of the um, episodes in our Good Placeology series look like. Great. Uh, so our, our, our next episode actually is a lot about, you know, where do we get this idea? You know, where, where do we get this? It's, it's from the Bible. It's from God's word, you know. And again, it's kind of like... Um, it, What's your view of the Bible? And and for us at times, you know, uh, many of us believe that it is the inerrant word of God, but you don't need to believe that to to work at a good place or be a part of of a good place or definitely feel like you belong to a good place organization. So we always say, hey, you know, whether you believe it's the inerrant word of God or you just believe the facts about the Bible, that it's the best selling book of all time. You know, Guinness Book of World Records says that it's sold and distributed over five billion times, you know. Lots of great things have, have happened. It's the it's established governments, you know, the most prosperous and sustainable governments on the planet. And we always disclaim it that people have used it for really wrong and, and, and tragic and catastrophic purposes as well. Um, I would suggest that those people did it knowingly against the actual storyline of the Bible or or they did it unknowingly and just kind of used the Bible for their own purposes. But, um, but, but that's where kind of it starts. That's our why. It starts with God's Word uh, and the Bible. Kind of moving forward with that, it, it also gives us the definition of success. Um, it gives us this idea of, of what is the purpose of business? What's the purpose of organizations? You know, so just like you said, trying to put people first, the epitome of God's creation. You know, we've kind of derived some of these values and principles and said, hey, the definition of success, kind of in God's economy or what we can derive from His Word, is number one, valuing people. Number 
two, you know, building up and having a positive impact on the communities where we work and live. Um, we call it the third thing we call is being economically regenerative. And all this leads to really making the world a better place, again, through individuals, through organizations, through the community, et cetera, et cetera. And we'll, we'll probably unpack that even more a little bit later. Yeah, I, I mean, even in that that little snippet, it's a lot. It's easy to be to say all of that. Uh, it's it's a different to actually act on that. Um, but I think that's one of the things that I've recognized here at this organization, and it's a differentiator from most businesses is, is the idea of actually living these out, not just saying them. The, the practical application, it, it was difficult. It, it was a challenge because philosophically, we can talk about these things, you know, all day long. And even some of our subsequent episodes, we will. Like episode four, I believe, is is a storyline of the Bible. Like, what's the whole Bible say? You know, in, in Christian words, it's called the good news. It's called the gospel. But what's the whole thing say? You know, that, that God created good and then all of this, you know, things happened. And how does work and organizational life? Life play play a role in that. Yeah. Um, the the episode five when we get into that we're going to look at hey again this idea of good place where do we find that in the Bible? Well, we find it you know in the front, in the middle, in the back. You know, there's we we talk about God being in the place making business where He's put you know good people at the very beginning of the Bible. He put good people in a good place really to point to his glory, um, and also to bring us, you mentioned it, you know, flourishing and what we would call shalom, this idea of, of flourishing, of completeness, of meaning, of fulfillment, of beauty, of justice. You know, that's the kind of the fullness of this idea of shalom that they had in the beginning called the garden, uh, where people were created and they were created good, you know, um, in, a, in a way that we can, again, point to his glory out of his overflowing love. He wanted to share all this with us. You know, so we would have a harmonious relationship with him, harmonious relationship with each other and harmonious relationship with creation. And in our context with with work, it was something we were designed to do. Um, then we start talking about this idea. So, so some philosophers along the way, you know, way back to Augustine and Aristotle and and Immanuel Kant and even Martin Luther plays plays a role in this of this idea of the sacred secular myth, you know, where there's where there's some things like certain uh, works, certain activities, certain days, material versus immaterial uh, concepts like that 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 get. Um, kind of into our culture where some stuff is very, very sacred, right? And some stuff is secular and actually, you know, kind of the cut to the chase, God's word in the Bible says everything is sacred. Mm -hmm. You know, everything is awesome. You know, like the Lego movie, you know, everything is awesome. Everything is sacred, you know, it has meaning and purpose and all of that. So how do we unpack that according to the designer and the creator's plans for people's lives? And and how did he um, design design and create creation that that it all works together to fulfill his purposes what does that look like and like you said how do we then apply that to work and organizational life that that was that's been our journey and and still is and kind of was was the crux of the book that we wrote Mm -hmm. we'll probably get into that later 
So yeah, I mean, moving on and on, I know I'm talking a lot here, kind of giving an outline of some of the yeah. episodes, but really unpacking that why, what, and how question. You know, the next is, okay, what? so according to God's word in the Bible, what is the purpose of work? You know, because it, it's it's not it doesn't have so little meaning that it's just about making money and paying bills. Although that's that's important. You know, it, it's it's not um, work is not the curse, so to speak. Work is cursed, right? Mm-hmm. So it's frustrating and it's challenging and sometimes it's toilsome. But we don't want to place work that it's so not important that it's you know really something we're not designed to do. It, it is. You know, we also don't want to place too much importance on work that it becomes becomes our entire identity right you know so it's somewhere in the middle that work is fulfilling it's it's meaningful um, we call work a means of grace you know it helps us and those around us become something we're not something better yep. you know a, a better version of, of humans yep. you know who's yep. who is the epitome of humanity it's, right. it's Jesus so we get this idea that we're becoming more and more like the epitome of humanity through our work so, yeah, so then we get into this idea of, okay, so after, you know, what's the purpose of work? So what is this idea of good place? You know, and then eventually, what's the purpose of a good place organization? So I'll kind of get back to this definition of success for organizational life uh, and, and unpack it a little bit more. So we have basically three success criteria for all good place organizations, and that's to value people. Uh, again, it's building up good places in the community. And lastly, it's being economically and regenerative. All three of those together we believe has have positive impacts on the, on the world to make the world a better place. But what we mean by valuing people is um, way back at the beginning of the Bible, God says, I, I, I've created people in my image. So therefore, just, you know, generally speaking, all people, um, I'll say it again, all people, all humans. I love, I love you, you. You use the word humans. So, you know, we're human beings, you know. So all humans have inherent value and deserve respect and honor just because they're persons, just because they're humans, right? Not because of performance or behavior or anything, just because they're humans. So we want to value people in general. Um, but then in organizations and in a work setting, we want to value people specifically. Uh, we want to train people to do the best job they can do. Uh, we want to educate them as to why that job is important and how it aligns with everybody else's job uh, to pursue and eventually achieve a collective purpose. And then lastly, uh, we desire to develop people into their full potential. Now, again, we could unpack that even more, but we'll, we'll stay there because I think that's around episode uh, eight or nine where we get into that. Um, the, the second criteria of success at a good place is building up good places in the community. Um, this is about building God's kingdom and characteristics of God's kingdom, mainly this shalom idea of fulfillment and completeness and, and, and abundance and, and those types of things where um, because of the work that we do, the business that we're in, the products and services that we uh, offer, to our marketplace, the skill sets that we build up in those organizations, all of those collectively should help make the world and our particular community a better place versus just trying to make a lot of money and giving it to somebody else to make the world a better place. Right, right. The whole idea of the business is to make the world a better place. And then lastly, it's it's economic regeneration where um, we desire to, to, to produce a surplus so that we, we can reinvest to value more people and build up more good 
places. So that's kind of it in a nutshell. And I think I went through episode, you know, three through nine there. Uh, I mean, the, the the titles or just even the concepts of the next nine episodes are deep. Uh, you know, going from just the storyline of the Bible itself, going through secular, sacred myths, uh, talking about the purpose of work. There is so much packed in there. Um, I'm excited to talk about that stuff with you and hopefully in, even inviting some of our friends into it too. But, I, you know, in talking about all of these episodes, I, I'm thinking the next series that we talk about is potentially how we do all of this stuff. Yes. And then inviting some of the organizational leaders from the organizations that we're leading here into and finding out a little bit more how they do all of this that we just talked about. Yeah. Definitely. I think that'll be a lot of fun to hear uh, people that are actually leading and stewarding and practicing, uh, whether they be within the Good Place Holdings portfolio or several of the businesses that we're working with as clients through the Good Place Institute. And even beyond that, there's other people building up good places through the businesses and the organizations that they run. It's going to be a lot of fun hearing from them. Absolutely. All right, my friend. Thanks again for the conversation. Uh, For those of you who joined us vicariously through your podcast platform, we hope you enjoyed this episode two in our series called Good Placeology. We hope you got a better understanding of some of the foundational elements of Good Place and Good Place organizations, uh, where it came from, where is our source of of truth, so to speak, and also a, a little glimpse at the what is coming up in our next episodes and even our next series. So let's meet for coffee soon, my friend. It's been fun. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. At the Good Place Institute, we want to help equip leaders and be a part of a movement of multiplying Good Place organizations where individuals flourish, organizations thrive, communities prosper, and the world becomes a better place where business is good. Again, if you would like to know more about the Good Place Institute or a topic we discuss in this podcast, or give us some feedback, please visit our website at goodplaceinstitute.com. (music) 